I think I would have been the best president. As you can hear the chants from the, the crowd, let's go, Brandon. Are they booing me? Uh, no, they're saying boo earns, boo earns. Senator Harris and I are on track to win more votes than any ticket in the history of this country that ever won. Fuck Joe Biden! Fuck Joe Biden! Not only that, there is a huge TikTok trend. It's trending. Like, it's in the top 50 trends on TikTok worldwide right now. It's also FJB, hashtag FJB, fuck Joe Biden, trending on Twitter. It's been trending on Twitter for the last six fucking days. As long, well, as well as the term hashtag Let's go, Brandon. Might I say, let's go, Brandon. But there's... So, uh, the song that goes with the fuck Joe Biden chant is by an artist I have been a fan of for a while, Loza Alexander. He's got a, a, he's got a bunch of great fucking songs. Uh, he's, uh... I wouldn't say he's one of these MAGA rappers. He does have a lot of pro-Trump raps, but he also raps about, like, the economy, shit like that. As he would say himself, he's not one of these corny-ass MAGA rappers. Uh, his Fuck Around and Find Out, F-O-F-A, uh, songs are pretty great. But I want to play you a little bit of that song. Let's go, Brandon! Hey. Let's go, Brandon! Hey. Let's go, let's go, let's go! And so you can hear it, I have enhanced the audio on this next clip, and then we will get into today's article. I want you to hear it. Tell me, do you hear Fuck Joe Biden or Let's Go Brandon? It's the old black in gold or blue in black dress, brain storm or brain needle. Hmm. What do you hear, kids? Thank you to all of our partners. Oh my God, it's just such an unbelievable moment. Brandon, you also told me, as you can hear the chants from the, the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon, you told me you were gonna kind of hang back those first two stages and just watch and learn. What did you learn that helped you there in those closing laps? Oh my God, it was... Uh... Learning how each line didn't uh, stay to one, and everything shifted top to bottom so much that it was kind of like, okay, let's just stay patient where we're at and hope for the best, and we uh, we saw our moment. Person, I hear, fuck Joe Biden. And do you hear un how uncomfortable her voice gets? And she's like, eh, you can hear the crowd. Yeah, I'm sure. And then they cut away a bunch of fucking, dude, I live near Ann Arbor, right? I'm in downtown Ann Arbor, right? I'm in like four, five, six blocks away from the football stadium on a Saturday night. And you know what I hear all the way away from the stadium? I hear fuck Joe Biden at a U of M game. U of M is one of the most ass-backwards, liberal 
shit show colleges I've ever fucking heard of or been to. And you got these college students, and let's face it, college students aren't very conservative, and they're all chanting, fuck Joe Biden, so loud that the hills are alive with the sound of disobedience. Ah. The most popular president in American history. Like, was it, 80 million votes for him? And a bunch of dead people came back to life just to vote for him, too. The most popular president in history has sank to the lowest approval rating of any president in history. In fact, this entire administration is polling at all-time low numbers in American history. Holy shit! And Kamala Harris is officially the worst of the worst ranked lowest approved a lowest approval rated vice president in American history. And before her, it was Dick fucking Cheney, the warmongering lawyer shooting VP scumbag coat brothers bed buddy to ever walk the fucking earth. Holy shit. And today's article for the one o'clock upload of today's podcast. Welcome to Inside Four Walls, by the way. I am your host, James Madison, and today we're going to be reading From the Hill. Article by Brett Samuels, published October 7th, 2021. Byron's approval rating falls to low of 38%. Quinnipiac poll. And what's funny is when you look at most of the polls where he's like in the low 30s, high 30s, they oversampled Democrats largely. So I wonder what an actual unbiased independent poll would, would tell you if you ask 50 and 50. Or even better yet, you get a, you get 100 people, right? 25 Democrats, 25 conservatives, 25 libertarians, and 25 independents. Get them together and see see where his rating sits. I guarantee you, you will see numbers in the 20s at most. But, let's get into the article. Let me just make this easier for my eyes. Okay, there we go. Here we go. A majority of voters disapprove of President Biden's job performance, according to a new poll from a Quinnipiac University, which found the which found the which found the president is struggling to keep support among independent voters in particular. The poll found 38% of those surveyed approved of of Joe Biden's job performance. While 53% disapproved, Biden's numbers dropped from a Quinnipiac poll released last month that found 42% had approved of his performance and 50% disapproved. He has not been above water since August. The dip can largely contributed to Biden's loss of support among independents. 60% of whom said they disapproved of his job performance in September. The poll found 52% of the independents gave Biden poor marks. The survey found Biden 
got his strongest rating on handling of the coronavirus pandemic, where the White House has taken more aggressive approach to vaccine mandates in recent weeks as cases of hospitalizations and deaths. Yeah, this is bullshit right here. Fell across the country. Listen, I refer you to the 8 o'clock upload where we go over how things have only gotten worse around the vaccine with official approval of the NIH saying so. Just refer it back to that article. But less than 40% of voters gave Biden positive marks on his handling of the economy, his job as commander-in-chief, and his work on foreign policy and on immigration. The poll surveyed 1,326 adults from October 1st to the 4th, and his margin of error is 2.7% points. The Quinnipiac poll is the latest show Biden's approval rating sinking rapidly, particularly among the independents. Gallup poll last week found Biden's approval rating to be among independents falling to 37%, even lower than yours. Go figure. The lowest it has been since Biden took office and slipping 24 points below his 61% approval rating at the beginning of his administration. And an Associate Press poll released last Friday found that Joe Biden's approval rate among independents has dropped from 62% in July to 38% in September. That poll put Biden's overall approval rating at 50%, down from 54% in August. But that's not all, folks. And again, that article is by Brett Samuels. I have one more for you. We now take you to Reuters. Article by Chris Kahn. Biden's approval hovers below 50%. Less than half of Americans approve of President Biden's performance in office, according to the latest Reuters Ipos poll. National poll conducted October 13th and 14th found that 46% of U.S. adults approve of Joe Biden's performance in office, while 48% disapprove, and the rest were not sure. Biden's overall popularity has hovered under 50% since August. At the same point, Donald Trump's presidency was about 35% of the Americans' approval of his performance in office. While 60% disapprove, Reuters poll is conducting an online in English throughout the United States. The latest poll gathered responses from 1,005 adults in total, including 418 Democrats. Remember, 418 Democrats and 398 Republicans. Remember how I said that they're oversampling Democrats in these? They will not have an even split. They won't. And this is pretty consistent across the board. The last one I read you is probably the most fair. Remember, he was at 38 in that one. And that one actually had a fairly, fairly split voting group or people they they, they worked with. But they were students. This is adults out there in the real world. 418 Democrats and 398 Republicans. What a size difference. Why can't it be 300 and 300? Why can't it be 1414? Or why can't it be 398 and 398? You have to give more to the Democrats to keep Biden above water at all times. And this is consistent across the board. 
Rasmussen hasn't done one recently enough for me to use him. Otherwise, I'd be using Rasmussen right now. Or Rasmussen, however you want to fucking say it. It just bothers me that we can't get a fair 50-50 split. But whatever. It is what it is, I guess. So, I showed you two polls coming from liberal sources. Now let's do something fun. Let's go to the Republicans. So you have your third... daughter's boyfriend. Oh. One thing I hate about Fox News is their fucking pop-up ads. They are one of the worst when it comes to pop-up ads. Let me tell you. Now. They, too, reference the original number of 38 approval rating in new national poll. Let's read this article real quick. And then I'm going to wrap this up with a nice little compilation at the end. Biden drops at 38% approval rating in new national poll. Majority questioned in poll say Biden administration not competent in running the government. By Paul Steinhauser. President Biden, standing among Americans, keeps sinking. Hold on, let me just fix this up a little bit. There we go. Oh, do it. There we go. Thank you. Biden, standing among Americans, keeps sinking, according to a new national poll. President's approval rating stands at just 38%, with disapproval at 53% in Quinnipiac University survey released on Wednesday. That's down 42 to 50% approval to disapproval rating for Joe Biden in a survey Quinnipiac University conducted last month. The president received neg- negative scores in double in the double digits on all but one key issue asked in the new poll, which was conducted October the f- October 1st through 4th and a major or and a majority of those surveys said the Biden administration is not competent in running the federal government. Quote, battered on trust, doubted on leadership, and challenged on overall competency. President Biden is being hammered on all sides as his approval rating continues a downward slide to a number not seen since the tough scrutiny of the Trump administration, Quinnipiac University's polling analyst Tim Malloy said. We have a tweet here from Quinnipiac University poll. Americans give President Biden his lowest marks across the board. Majority say Biden administration is not competent. Biden's approval rating hovered in the low to mid-50s during his first six months in the White House. But the president's numbers started sagging in August in the wake of Biden's much-criticized handling of the turbulent U.S. exit from Afghanistan and following a surge in COVID-19 cases in this summer. Among mainly unvaccinated people, bullshit, 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 Fox News. 
due to the spread of the highly infectious Delta variant, which is also far less lethal than the already not even that lethal original strain. And again, Fox News, you are full of shit on that point. People who are vaccinated or end up in the hospital at just the same, if not greater, amount. Again, listen to my 8 o'clock upload where I go in-depth on an NIH-published article that goes in-depth on that exact subject. Fox News, you are fake news. The fake news, ask anyone. The plunge in the president's approval was also compounded by the latest surge of migrants trying to cross into the U.S. border along the southern border with Mexico. The president stands at 54, or or sorry, at 45% approval and 49% disapproval in an average of all the most recent polls compiled by Real Clear Politics. Biden registered at 48 to 50 percent approval and disapproval on handling of the pandemic, according to the Quinnipiac University University survey. The president is at 39 to 50, 39 to 55 percent on handling the economy, 37 to 58 percent on his job as commander in chief, and 34 to 58 percent on foreign policy, and 23 percent to 67 percent on his dealing with the situation at the U.S.-Mexican border. When it comes to the president's personal traits, those survey were divided on whether he cares about the average American or not. 44% said he's honest, while half said he's not, and just 41% said he has good leadership skills, down from the 52% in April. By a, 55, by a 55% to a 42% margin, Americans said the Biden administration is not competent in running the government. Joe Biden, stay alive. We just need your corporeal form. When it comes to the president's personal traits, a survey... Oh, wait. It jumped on me. I read that part. The president's approval rating has long since been much-watched bromometer of the president's clout and how well his party may perform in the ensuing midterm elections. Democrats will be... Oh, quit. I fucking hate Fox's site. Jesus fucking Christ. Democrats will be defending their razor-thin majorities in the House and Senate in the next year's midterms. That's only... We don't got... You're saying that, but we're only like five, six months away from that really starting. And only about eight months away from an actual vote. And you gotta think about how fast 2021's uh, been flying by. I, I hate I, I hate Fox News' site. It jumps around so goddamn much. And no one. I'm not even touching it. It's just all these pop-up ads fucking with everything. Uh, then President Trump's negative approval ratings fueled by waves of Democrats in the 2018 midterm that helped them convincingly win, win back the majority of the House of Representatives. Republicans now see Biden's flagging numbers as a precursor to what they hope will be a GOP route in 2020 midterms that will allow them to reclaim both House and Senate majorities. You know what's really funny, though? It's really funny that a vast amount of voters 
quickly approaching 50% of voters believe Biden has some form of dementia or mental disability. We've also seen Democrats come out all over online talking about how they're disappointed in Biden. Now, Biden's also going to be reinstating the Remain in Mexico policy this November. And you have Mexicans for Biden crying in the streets. And I love it. Please do me a favor, put all that glass into a tumbler with some ice cubes and give it to me. It sounds delicious. A joke, I would actually drink tears, I'm sure of it. Well, let's read you one last article before we sign off on today's last episode of Inside Four Walls for the day. It's official. Biden's performance is hurting Democrats' electoral prospects by Douglas E. Schoen and Carly Cooperman from The Hill expressed the 17th of October, 2021. The recent drop in support for President Biden and his administration has has imperiled Democratic gubernatorial candidates in Virginia and New Jersey, according to a recent poll conducted by our firm, Schoen Cooperman Research. We find that in Virginia, Democrats, Democrat Terry Muckalife, said the name wrong, I'm sure, leads by four points, 47% to 43%. And in New Jersey, Democrat and incumbent Governor Phil Murphy leads by nine points, 50% to 41%. Though Biden won both states by double digits in 2020, our data indicates that the president's declining ratings brought on by his stalled Democratic agenda and domestic agenda, the botched Afghanistan withdrawal, the southern border crisis, and the unchecked surge of progressivism as well, I'm mad as myself, as well as the lack of change when it comes to the COVID-19 pandemic, which is endemic. Not to mention, Biden said himself they didn't really have a plan for this. So nothing's really changed, and more people are wearing masks, making them angrier and angrier and angrier. Back to the article. Have demonstrably weakened Democratic Democrats in both races. To that end, our poll found that two key likely voter subgroups those who say they are absolutely certain in, certain to vote in November and those who say they vote in all gubernatorial elections are less likely to support their respective whew, Democratic gubernatorial candidate. This signals that both Democrats may be in for even more fragile position than most overall voters in polls make it seem. To be sure, these trends are the most pronounced in Virginia where a direct line can be drawn from Biden's declining ratings to McCaffle's tedious or tenuous lead. McCaffle's lead leads Republicans Glenn Youngkin by just four points. Actually, I saw a thing, but it wasn't really on a credible NewsGuard site that said Glenn Youngkin recently surpassed um, in that state. So I, I will give it a little. I, I will give it a little while and let actual results come out where I can confirm by looking at them. Glenn Youngkin by just four points among likely voters, according to our poll, com- 
compared to early August when public polls at the time showed, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E, that guy, leading by eight or nine points. For comparison, Biden beat Donald Trump by 10 points in Virginia in the 2020, though we found that the majority of likely voters now disapprove 51% rather than approve at 47% of Biden's job performance. <laughs> While uh, Makalife, I'll go with Makalife, has worked to distance himself from the president by calling the Democrats and Biden the, quote, get their to, quote, get their act together on infrastructure and criticizing progressives, end quote. The reconciliation bill, political polarization, and the nominization of, or the nationalization of state races can make it difficult for individual Democrats to fare better than their party. Furthermore, our poll found that among those who say they are absolutely certain to vote, Makalife's lead lead completely dissipates, and the race is tied at 47%. Notably, these voters disapprove of President Biden by over an 11-point margin. One second here. And in the House races, or sorry, and in the horse race, among those who voted in all gubernatorial elections, Yunkin leads. Oh, okay, so I did see that. All right. Gathering 49% of the voters compared to Makalife's 45%, President Biden's approval rating is also underwater with these voters, who disapprove of him by, over, by a 14-point margin. Our subgroup analysts might beg the question, why would data among these those absolutely certain to vote and those who habitually vote in the gubernatorial election be especially predictive in this election? Winning off your election contest is largely a matter of excitement and intensity. Given the national demographic infighting, Biden's lagging ratings, and the absence of Donald Trump or a true Trump-like foe. Yeah, the media hasn't really doesn't really have anybody going. But something I've noticed, when you look at a lot of news sites, they started making Rand Paul orange, like tinted-wise, the same way they were making uh, Tucker Carlson look orange in, in a lot of pictures. I, I think they're starting to color-coordinate their targets. It's just, just a thought. There is no indication that fair-weather Virginia Democratic voters who are currently on the fence about voting will be motivated to turn out like they were in the 2010... Give me one second. Sorry. Currently on the fence about voting will be motivated to turn out like they were in 2020 and 2016 presidential elections and in the 2017 gubernatorial election. On the other hand, Youngkin's approach is certainly motivating Republicans and conservatives. Youngkin's strategy has been to attack Biden's failures and stroke cultural anxieties about the rise of progressivism, especially as it relates to the education and critical race theory in schools, which 
has become a divisive issue in the race without directly tying himself to Donald Trump. <laughs> As Washington Post James Homan observed this week, quote, Railing about critical race theory lets Youngkin appeal to his to his coalition of never-Trumpers and forever-Trumpers without talking about Donald Trump. And quote, quote, Republicans are in striking distance of winning a state statewide in Virginia for the first time since 2009. The Democrats seem to be sleepwalking into disaster, Homan added. In this New Jersey gubernatorial race, Murphy is in a decidedly stronger overall position than Makalife in Virginia. Not only is New Jersey reliably more Democratic than Virginia, but Murphy is also decently popular as an incumbent. That being said, Murphy's lead has markedly shrunk since early this summer, which occurred contemporaneously with the drop in President Biden's ratings. In early August, Monmouth University survey had Murphy leading by 16 points in September, and the same pollster recorded Murphy's lead at 13 points in SCR's most recent poll. Murphy's lead leads Republican Jack... Uh... Uh, what's that? I'm not sure I pronounced that name. C-I-A-T-T-A-R-E-L-L-I. Seattle By nine points. Likewise, President Biden's overall job approval rating, according to Gallup, dropped six points over the past month to 43%, and has steadily declined over the course of this summer. It's actually been speeding up a lot lately. It stood at 49% in August, and 58 56% in June. <sighs> Additionally, Murphy's current 9-point lead, notably the same margin as President Biden's approval rating in the state, is much narrower than Biden's 16-point margin of victory in New Jersey in 2020. We also found that similar trends exist in New Jersey as Virginia in terms of those who absolutely are certain to vote and those who habitually vote in the gubernatorial elections, being more likely to vote Republican in the governor's race. Among those who say they vote in all gubernatorial elections, Murphy led shrinks to four points, 49% to 45%. And among those who are absolutely certain to vote, Murphy's lead went down just two points, 48% to 46%. While Murphy may be better positioned for an eventual win than Makalife. These trends are significant and cannot be ignored by Democrats. To counter these trends in the short term, the party needs to focus on turning out their base in each race. And in the long term, as Ezra Klein summarized in his new interview with David, David Shore, Democrats need to understand that the broader electorate and especially swing state voters, quote, are not liberals and are not woke and do not see the world in the way that the people who staff and donate to the Democratic campaigns do, end quote. 
In other words, Democrats need to find a way to come together on moderate and inclusive agenda that centers on unity, greater fiscal responsibility, and responsible tax policies, and growing and growing the economy overall. Oh my god, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Back. Sorry about that. And responsible tax policies and growing the economy overall. Douglas E. Schoen and Carly Cooperman are pollsters and partners with the public opinion company Schoen Cooperman Research based in New York. They are co-authors of a forthcoming book entitled, quote, America, United or Die. And they are also people who published the last article we are reading on today's episode. And with that being said, this brings us to the end of today's episode of Inside Four Walls. I've been your host, James Madison, wishing you a great afternoon. And now, please, enjoy this compilation. Another game day full of fuck Joe Biden chants. Joe Biden was the anthem this weekend.
one of those 13 soldiers that was killed in Afghanistan went to the same high school that I went to. And I just wanted y'all to know that I support anyone who's a soldier in this country, anybody who's a police officer. Fuck Joe Biden was the anthem this weekend.
Fuck Joe Biden! Fuck Joe Biden! So this is from the sports event in D.C., you know, the one Joe Biden was at, where it's, you know, Republicans and Democrats, House and Senate. It's like the big all-American pol like politicians baseball game. Yeah, uh, this audio is from that specifically with Joe Biden in the crowd. There's a great uh, video of him crying. Though I don't know if I believe it's actually at this event, but he was there. Fuck you! You piece of shit! You call me fuck! Fuck you, Joe Biden! You call me fuck! Fuck you! Fuck you, you traitor! Off the roadway! Off the 